um, fish in a rice cake diet. Alright guys, hi, welcome to our episode eight. Um it's can't believe it's been two months, which no it's two, two oh, months. Surely not. Yeah, because week eight is two months. Yeah, two months. Pretty in. much. Is it? No, it's week seven. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We've got that to look forward to next week. Um yeah, today we've uh we've got we've got a guest on as well. Um and we've got a few things looking forward to in the future. Some big yeah. exciting news, yeah. but um for now. We've got quite a lot of sport going on at the moment. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot, a lot to talk about. Um, firstly, before we even start, do you want to tell everyone about your, your dream? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, I, uh, yeah, so I had a dream. Oh, well, uh, sound like Martin Luther King now. Um, <laughs> have a dream. Yeah. So the other night, I was just have, having a lovely nap, obviously, and um we're at, we're we're at XT University, we're sat outside we're sat outside on some benches and Erling Haaland's having a picnic next to us. I, God knows what. Um but yeah, we're like just sat there and I know him, for some reason he's in my flat. Why he'd be in Old Lafrauda, God knows. Uh, um but he was just sat there and uh I asked him, Oh, Erling, do you fancy coming on Pair of Pundits podcast? <laughs> he went was well, that is that your podcast? I just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't... And he was just like, yeah, I'll come on. And I went, came over to George, gave him a nudge on the shoulder, <laughs> mate. Just got early hard for the podcast. <laughs> just so easy, but obviously, then I woke up. Uh, oh, it was well, only just a dream. We've got we've got the next best thing with us today. Um, he is a good good friend that I've known for a few years. Who, out of all the people that have come on the podcast so now so far, uh, is probably the most talented sportsman i've ever played with um contrary to our coach's belief who who claimed him to be fat and lazy um i don't think that's the case he's been in facebook videos destroying childhoods he is an absolute battering ram he's built like a breeze block and he can eat six chicken breasts in one sitting and his name is mr sam holloway Hello, Samuel. How are you doing? Hello, chaps. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, lovely to see you. We're all good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for uh, joining us for this for this episode. Look at him. He is, he's definitely the closest thing to Erling Haaland. An absolute machine. Yeah, an absolute monster. Look at I that. If I knew who that was, I'd be able to comment. But <laughs> <laughs> So, Sam, um, would you like to give us your name, age and confession or sporting info, something like that? Okay, my name's Sam. I'm 20. I couldn't actually think of a confession, so I, I, I came up with an opinion instead. Um, I, I believe the fact that Eddie Jones is currently still putting Saracens players into the team instead of other players from other Premiership sides, actual Premiership sides, such as like Sam Simmons not playing instead of Billy Van Apola. I think that is... I think it's a poor decision, and actually... I do feel that the fact that he's playing Saracens players is purely just so he can keep those big names in. Well, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree with you yeah. more. I, like, think... I, get, I, get, I get Owen Farrell from a leadership perspective, but you look at someone like Billy, he just looks unfit at the moment. Yeah. He was looking really like weighty. He, looks, yeah. he looks fat. He, yeah, he looks, he looks chunky. Yeah, yeah. He... I, I, we don't like the word, do we? We don't like the word fat. Call him chunky. Call him chunky. Too close to <laughs> Yeah, that, that word really does hurt me. <laughs> Sorry, but that takes us nicely into the rugby over yeah. that we've seen so far. Um, 
So obviously we're recording on on a Sunday, Sunday. so just after Wales uh, won now one away from, from the, the Grand game. Slam, and I mean they looked phenomenal yesterday. Unreal, like it was end to end. Yeah, it, like even Italy were running at times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Montana, Montana, Iwane has a few a few good mm. chances, and obviously he he scored a try. But I mean Wales were just. They were dominant. They're, they're just steamrolling their way through this tournament. If France, if France play like they did yesterday, they're stopping. I think they need to put Entomac in there instead of Janet next time. But... I really enjoyed seeing Wales do is they moved the ball from literally sideline to sideline. Yeah, it was it was so almost old, so old, old fashioned old rugby. Old fashioned rugby, and they just stretched the Italians way too much. Um, and seeing the likes of Josh Adams and Louis Uri Samet just finish tries for fun. Yeah, it does bits it's, for fantasy. It does massive bits for fantasy. I really enjoyed that. And then England, France, Sam, what, what are your views on that one? I think I think as we we spoke a little bit before, and I I uh, yeah I think England played a lot better than they had before. I think yeah against I, I think against Wales it was the referee that kind of I mean there were other lots of issues with our performance, but the referee was definitely a major. Point of contention, um, but with France, yeah, I think we picked we we picked up. You know, we did we did a lot good, um, but France, I don't think did everything correctly and actually let us back into the match a couple of times. Um, yeah. For that last ten minutes, when we were waiting, we were uh, well, I think like three points behind or whatever, waiting for um, Atoje to score in the end. But yeah, it was tense, and I don't think. I don't think we're where we should be at the moment, but we're definitely, hopefully, on the way back up. It's, yeah, so we're coming back from the bottom of a dip, I hope. Well, yeah, like I said in like, the first couple, England are in some sort of slump. Yeah. Um, I mean, they... But whenever this happens, Eddie always returns to the old guard of Ford Farrell. Yeah. Um, and I think going back to basics is what England needs to be able to progress. But they need to get Manu back. Yeah. Would be um, I think because we've got no explosive players in our centres. Like Farrell chooses, always chooses not to run. He, yeah. I've never seen that guy he spread his legs. And if he does run, if he does run, it's always into someone. He he looks for contact. He loves yeah. contact. Um, but one thing I would like to get your opinion on Sam is the uh, the dropping of Elliot Daly. The fact that um, Max Malins was in there and Jamie George for Luke Cowan Dickey and Johnny Hill out for Charlie Ewells. Um I, I, I think I think from Eddie Jones' perspective, it was probably a factor of actually Max Malins, whenever he's come on in the last couple of matches, he's come on for five minutes and touched the ball probably twice. Yeah. Actually, if we're not even in contention to win anymore, so... I'm using that word right, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he, we're not, we're not going to win it anymore. So you might as well give those guys a bit of international experience, let them out to play. It's good I, man management. And it yeah, probably I, is... I don't, I don't actually rate Daly that that highly. I think he's no. good. Oh. Rating that well. <laughs> yes. if, if anyone's a regular listener to our podcast, you know we absolutely we can't. Stand yeah, we can't Elliot stand him. No. The, the amount of balls he drops, the amount of chances he messes up for defensively the, the weak. Yeah, and he's lost his speed as well. Um, yeah. He's not the same player he was when he was on the wing a few years ago, yeah. scoring all his tries. I, I, yeah, and I, I, do, I just do think that actually giving other... Again, I, I like the fact that he's giving other people a go. We've got, what, three years until the next World Cup, if that, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half now, yeah. yeah. You might as well start getting some of, some of these younger... and even, even if they're not younger, these unexperienced players, a bit more international experience. And So we've got a wider 
like pool to choose from when it comes to the uh, World Cup, you know. And I think uh, another point to it is the fact that Elliot Daly's been dropped. He's one of those that has been in almost every test. Another Saris player. Another Saris yeah. player. Um, it could give him the kick up the backside he needs. Mm-hmm. He could come back thinking, oh shit, Max Malins is actually a bit good. I might need to up my game a bit. Yeah. Uh, so I think that could be beneficial. Um, talking of benching and dropping players, should we have a should we have a game? A little swan on to the next okay. one. These transitions, they uh... just get better and better. So um, we are going to play a version of um, what is it? Shag. Start. Well, it's the version of shag, marry, kill, or, or snog, marry, snog, marry, avoid. That old, that old chestnut yeah. of a BBC Three oh, show. What a show! Oh, that along get... with sunsets and suspicious parents. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. When they end up like following that kid in Malaga or something oh, like God. that. Oh, <laughs> oh, so we are going to play. Our version, which we are going to call Start, Bench and Drop. The more PG version. The more PG, Start, Bench and Drop. So we are going to give Sam, we'll give you three players, all from the same sport. And you are going to say which one you'd want to start in your team, which one you'd happily have as a substitute, and which one would not be in the squad whatsoever. We can give you time to Google them. If yeah. You don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, a little time to research might be helpful. In we can always edit. It's okay. So... The first one, we've got Joffrey Archer, Joe Root and Jimmy Anderson. I see. I did look these guys up. All cricketers, am I right? Correct. Yeah, oh, yeah brilliant. Um, from, I've, I've got a very limited knowledge of cricket. I uh, only, only played for one year when I was about, probably about 14. And I bet you could hit the ball a fucking long way. Though. I, I could have done if I had the coordination to. <laughs> but uh, no, ended up getting hit in the head more times with the cricket ball than I did hit it with a bat. Um, <laughs> So I know it's Joe Root, isn't it? He's quite good. Yeah, he's quite good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh God. What were the other two? Joffre Archer and Jimmy Anderson. I, I, I recognise G- Anderson. He's, yeah. He was good as well. So you know what? I'm going to take that Archer bloke. He's going to go on my bench. On your bench. bench. I'm going to drop him. I'm going to drop okay. him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then I'm going to put. Oh. You know what? I'm going to put Anderson. He's going to play for me, and I'm going to bench Root. Nice. Ooh. That's what I'd go for. I wouldn't. I'd go for exactly the same. I wouldn't, but what did Root get? Is it only for bowler purposes? But for both, you'd want Root. Oh, exactly. You've gone for the all-rounder version. Yeah, yeah. but he, Joe he's, been hitting cent- he's been hitting centuries. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been getting wickets as well. Yeah. So Wickets for fun. Yeah, and at, Jimmy Anderson is not great. On the stick, um, with the bat in his hand. So no, no, he's not. He's not a wielder of the willow. Yeah, exactly. A wielder of the willow. Speaking past your tongue to me. Or <laughs> okay, number two. Okay, uh, we've got a rugby one, so you should know. These oh yeah, guys. hopefully. Uh, Antoine Dupont, Sam Simmons, and Stuart Hogg. Oh, positions there. Yeah, tricky. I know that is difficult because it was quite hard trying to find three players at that standout. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I can't help the fact that I'm uh, I'm going to have to start Stuart Hogg. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to start Stuart Hogg. I, th- I think over the last, again, over this last Six Nations, he's been absolutely amazing for Scotland. I'd, I'd agree. And also, there's not many fullbacks. No. At his level. At his level. No. And, I mean, in comparison where you can, like, there are other players in at nine, and there are other players at eight you could pick. Bowden Barrett's probably the only other one. You yeah, could exactly. But also, like Hogg's just 
at that level, like at Lions, he's got no competition mm-hmm. for that 15 shirt. He can put that on now. Da- yeah. Daly doesn't have a look in there. That's no, no, no. Um, so, and then as uh, I, I mean, I, I think Sam Simmons is absolutely class. I watched him, uh, uh them, I watched him play Bath the other day, and Christ, he just tore us apart. Um, yeah, but I, I'm gonna have to go to Pont, I'm gonna bench the Pont and drop Sam Simmons. Nice, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd allow that. I mean, really, because I want to, I want to see Sam Simmons at an international level before I, I just want to see, I want to see him play for England. Well, yeah, he hasn't played I in know. three years now. The last game he played was the Ireland loss when they clinched Grand Slam. And yeah. We finished fifth in the table. Well, the, um, this is the thing: is I, what I don't understand is the fact that everybody knows he's an international player. It's not like he's <laughs> bursting out of the scene like Louis Rees Summit did. No, um, he's played international before, so he's only got better since then. But Rob Baxter said like this week about um, you can't just he can't say obviously he can't say anything too controversial, but. I mean, if he's he's looking at it like Eddie Jones, obviously Sam might not fit Eddie's plan at the moment, which you know yeah. you can say, you can say that, but what what kind of plan yeah. doesn't include an explosive number eight? Yeah. I was going to say what, what's the what's the what's the plan? Because because his plan seems to not have changed. He's got the same team that he's had for the last two three years, with a few switch, few switched around here and there. But actually, if you look at the main. Players, he's got Farrell still there. Um, in fairness, I say I say Billy and Mako, but actually I think Mako's been playing quite well recently. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still what? Yeah, still what? He's one of the Saris players that actually probably still does deserve his position in the in the England team. Um, yeah, no, I I think I don't know what his plan is, but I'm sure I'm sure he does have a plan, and he's probably got a better coaching knowledge than I do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you look at. If you look at the Australia 20, 20, was it 2016, 2017 tour? Uh, I don't know exactly. Uh, well, so 2017 20, was Lions. So oh, 2016 then would probably would have been when they had. If you look at the squad now, they've got still a lot of the same mm. players. So yeah. apart from like Haskell and Robshaw and Bar Jonathan Joseph and Mike yeah. Brown, George Cruz. Yeah, but you, yeah, but look, you look, still the same players. You look at Haskell, Haskell, and you look at Robshaw. They've been replaced by. Two exceptional players. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very. They got old, and yes, it was kind of their time was done. But if we just had a look at that in other positions, look at the young kids that come through. I think Marcus Smith. Yeah, has been having a shoe in at some point. Yeah, and um, I think Ben Earl needs more game time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, I think what, he played well. What's uh, scrum half? Harry, Harry Randall. Harry Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks pacey, but be- we've always I'd, said Ben. I'd Spence, like to yeah. have another look at Joe Marchant in that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's another Jonathan Joseph. Like, they yeah. are pretty much a similar player. And Jonathan Joseph's been playing very well for Bath yeah. in the last few weeks. So, Picked up man of the match the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it just goes to show that we have um, an abundance of talent. Youthful talent. And youthful <clears throat> talent. And players that have been around and have international caps, but we're not utilising them. We're putting in George Martin, who's got two <laughs> caps for Leicester Tigers. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. We've got people like Sam Simmons mm. who's not getting a look in. Alex Donbrandt. Hey, or look- Don Armand, who's been one of the best players in the Premiership for years. Yeah, yeah. the list goes on. OK, we will go with the third one. OK. We're going to go for Angus's dream, Erling Haaland, Harry Kane and Bruno Fernandes. They're all... What sport do they play? Footballers. 
Very good. Yeah. I see, I know two of them. I've been forced to start watching a little bit of football since I've been at university. Oh, wow. Not who willingly, but... Who do you support? I, I don't care. <laughs> England. <laughs> so, I've got... I, I, I live with a... Um, he says he's not a scouser, but he's a scouser who hates Liverpool. So, it's a bit of a weird one, but... Um, Ooh, does he love Everton? No, he loves he loves Man United, actually. Which oh, is bizarre. that's treacherous behaviour. Mm. Um... So, I know who Fernandez and Harry Kane are. Yeah. Um, the other bloke, no idea. Okay, well, currently he, he got scored. He's the youngest player to ever reach 20 Champions League goals. Um, he's 20, 20 goals, 20 in, goals 14? in 14 games. And Cristiano Ronaldo did it in tw- like 40 odd games. Right. Okay. Well, you know, okay then. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly do this one then. I'm going to start Fernandez. I'll bench, oh, no, okay. I'll, bench, I'll bench that bloke that you just mentioned and Harry Kane can be dropped. Really? really? I, I'm not sure about that. But I, I, you I probably know far more than I do. I'd drop Fernandez. I'd go Harland, Kane, Fernandez. I'd go Harland purely because of pace. Yeah. He's got the pace. But then, um, yeah, then Kane. And Fernandez, he he doesn't... Sometimes he just has no input in the game. He has an on or off day. Yeah, so it's where Fernandez, it's... Fernandez is the one that plays for Man United, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. But the only reason I know is because I've had to good watch knowledge. Him. Good knowledge. I'm learning. He's a he's he's a class player, but yeah. I mean, he's just has days where he's, he's not a, as influential. He's a hit or miss. Yeah. Okay. Number four, uh, we've gone coaches for this one. So we've got Clive Woodward, mm-hmm. Claudio Ranieri, Okie dokie, or Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, well, oh god. Just, well, I know, just remember, I know, it's I not shag, marry, kill. Yeah, you one. don't have to shag them. Don't worry. <laughs> Well, I mean that's my, that might be an easier approach for me right now because I've. Got... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know what, Sir Alex Ferguson is so even to someone that doesn't know anything about football, he's so famous and I I know about him. So you know what, I'm going to start. It sounds weird, but I'm going to start him. <sighs> I see. I don't, I I don't know enough about the other guys to say the, the one. Five Woodwards. I know who he yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Claudio Ranieri was the guy that took Leicester from 17th in the Premier League at the end of the, its first season mm. and won the, won the league title within the next season. Well, you know what? That sounds pretty decent. Well done him. So I'm going to put him on my <laughs> <laughs> And I'll drop Sir Clive. He's, he's Cl- Sir Clive Woodward. Oh, he is Sir. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see his I mean, what's, what, what does, what's winning Sir. a World Cup worth? Oh, I mean, they... really, come on. No, oh, who cares? It's fine. Yeah. I think Clive Woodward was one of the most forward-thinking blokes at the time. Yeah, he have was you, he was ahead of his time. Um, building Jerusalem. Film. What the Sabbath? No, no. Have you seen it, Sam? No, I'm not Which seen one, it. Sorry? Building Jerusalem. No, no, I haven't seen that. It's one. all about the like lead up to the 2003 World Cup and how it all, right. all happened, and how Clive Woodward got these uh, people in who were like eye coaches who managed to get the players to like concentrate their eyes on the ball to literally reduce handling errors. He was oh, wow. so far ahead of his time. That's like the sort of thing Eddie Jones kind of yeah. influence now with like judo and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. A bit of uh, like outside the box. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Okay, and the last one we've got for you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Ben Stokes, Ian Botham and Andrew Flintoff. All cricketers. Yeah, very good. Um, Andrew Fintoff. What about Freddie Fintoff? Freddie yeah. Fintoff's a better bloke. Freddie Fintoff. I was, I was going to say, the only thing I know about Freddie Flintoff is he's quite funny on uh, A League of Their Own. And he, yeah. lo- he loves a beer. Yeah, he I'm, sure, I'm sure he does. He does as someone that would love beer. Um, yeah. In fact, all three of them do. Ben Stokes loves it in Bristol on a night out. <sighs> Ben's... Beat me up, Ben! <laughs> Both of them just 
Botham would probably have a pint the night before. Don't know who Botham is. Oh, he's a legend. I was going to say, Botham seems to be the only one that I haven't heard about. Ian Botham, he was a massive... I've heard of Ian Botham, but I don't know who he is. He was like our dad's era. Um, I think he was like in the 80s, he won masses of... Masses of games for England. He was like he was the equivalent of what Ben Stokes is now. He's right. a big game player, massive. Um, so pick pick your order. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start Freddie Flintoff because good good fun down the pub. It'll be fun. Good yeah. yeah um, we'll bench Ben Stokes and then um, was it Botham? He can be dropped. You know. Surely, you, surely you drop. Um, st- uh, Flintoff, so you could go for a beer with him after. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be better to celebrate a win with him that he's won. You know, save you, save you a beer down the pub. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Both them is starting for me. Stokesy is on the bench, and Flintoff is uh, he's he's sinking a couple on the sidelines. Mm. I think both is a bit too old now. So I mean, both yeah, be. both them's being dropped. Both them's grandson, James Botham is the guy that plays for Wales on the flank. Not, not in the last few games. So, James Botham is Ian Botham's grandson. Yeah, I don't think Ian, Ian Botham will have the same effect as Flintoff and Ben Stokes right now, so I'd start Stokes. Because, OK, obviously. Uh, He's in full. He's nice. in full. So, we're, the first question I want to ask you, Sam, Hello. is with the... With respect to like Owen Farrell challenging, um, well, what's the guy's name? The ref, French referee, Pascal Gazette. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the way that he captained it, um, so you, you've both been captained by me, and that would not yeah. be the way I would go about things. I've seen it happen, mate. I've seen, yeah. Well, against Winchester, 2015, 2016, yeah. Hampshire Cup semi-final, we had an absolute. God awful referee. Yeah. Oh, he when awful. a referee refuses to speak to you, there is nothing more infuriating. But uh, what would you, when you look for a captain, uh, what would you, what would you want from them? Well, I've, I've uh, I, 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 you have, you have captained me before, and actually, I, I would, I, I would say you're quite a decent captain. I think when I look, I, someone that listens to both clearly listens to the referee, so. The thing is, you've got to get the referee to like you. Yeah. that's Once he likes you, that's fine. That's it. Exactly. Once he likes you, he's then going to... I know he probably shouldn't, but our, our level when we were playing schoolboy rugby, he's more likely to split decisions, come down on the side where the captain's been respectful for him, isn't shouting at him. Um, so, like, a bit of respect, but also listening to people when they ask you something. It, it, there's nothing more infuriating than being in the front row. Your opposite number is clearly um, fouling you. Yeah. And you the referee just isn't looking at it. Maybe you're on the wrong side of the scrum, whatever. He just isn't looking at it. Looking at it. You, the ability for your captain to say, yes, I understand what you're saying. I'll say it to the referee. That's what I think. I think just a bit of, right, I'll listen to you and I will, I will pass that message on. It's such a balancing act. It's really hard because I don't want to be seen as the person to go up and whinge yeah, multiple yeah. times to the referee really? oh shut up <laughs> um i don't want to be the one to whinge but equally when there are so many things that go wrong in a game like it did for owen farrell i yeah. just think i just think owen farrell 
He's got a bad name for himself now. He's got a bad name for himself, and he doesn't help himself with the even the, even the way he approaches the referee in in the sense that manners go such a long way. But like, it's also I hate to be I hate to be very nitpicky on him, but it's also like it's because he's vet. Like I feel like his northern accent is actually quite aggressive, so it comes off mm. the wrong way. Like whereas you had Chris Robshaw before, who's mm. very well spoken. No, he's not. Chris Robshaw's dim as shit. No, no, but like, <laughs> no, not, but he, not, sa- he, the, the, he sounds, he sounds like he knows. Yeah, yeah. he sounds well He's spoken. Southern, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. It sounds less aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Farrell just like it just may come across the wrong way. I don't mean to like, yeah. sound like that, but to a French referee, you know, it's just not going to sound particularly nice when this big rugby lad comes over in a northern yeah. accent what a fuck referee oh. Pascal Pascal yeah, Pascal what are you doing yeah no I, th- I think I think he's he's. I get I would totally get it getting caught up in the moment you're in you're on like an international stage where everyone's watching you and that referee's made that decision that you don't agree with but actually you've really just got to bite your tongue say okay that's what it is let's step on and yeah. I know that is Difficult. That would be massively difficult to do. But that's what he's paid to do. He's but paid he did well. He did, he did well the other day when when <laughs> after Wales scored that try and he yeah. bit his tongue. Oh and yeah, he against, got on with it. Yeah, against Wales, he definitely toned it down a bit and had learnt from don't shout at the referee because he's then going to give a knock on as a try. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, good, good discussion. Um, we'll do we'll do one more question with you, Sam. Um, let's think of the top ten. Most maverick players of all sports. All sports. Of all sports, yeah. Okay. But we can limit it to rugby. Sam knows rugby. Let's stick to rugby. Well, Sam can give us some rugby players, and then yeah, can, you can do cricket, okay. and I can do football. Maverick players. So we've Go got we've got three major sports. Three, here. and then we'll agree. Oh, and oh, right. Okay, I'm just going to throw a tennis player in there. Okay. Nick Kyrgios. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nick Kyrgios can just go straight in there because I feel like. He is the most maverick tennis player to grace the game at the moment. Okay, Sam, top three uh, maverick rugby players? See, the thing is, I'll, I'll struggle for a top three, but the first person that does spring to mind is Danny Cipriani. A, yes. A, a maverick on and off the pitch. He's great <laughs> on the ball. He, he, he is, in the eyes of coaches and uh, specifically England coaches, not very good off, off the ball. In the uh, in the bars and the pubs, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's slightly not very well behaved. Um, yeah, but I think if he if he had his time again, see the thing is is whether his personality. I think his personality is one hundred percent. Let's just enjoy what enjoy it on and off the pitch. Whereas actually, if you had that skill set and you didn't enjoy beer so much, then maybe he could have done. He, I would not put it past him to be on the England squad at the moment. If not, like, I, I, I think he should have been in with the shout at least. Yeah. But I think Eddie Jones just finds it difficult to harness that, the maverickness of himself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's, but he's think, too out of, the, out of the ballpark. I think Gregor Townsend has done a brilliant job of that with Finn Russell. Finn Russell. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's really pegged him back down to his level. Um, okay, so that's one of them. Any others? I'm just having to think, and actually, is there? Is, is, I can't. I can't actually think of many. Like I, when you think of someone that doesn't play by the rules, does what he wants, 
Danny Cipriani is the main one that comes to mind. I can't actually really think of someone else. You know, would you would I'd you chuck Finn, Russell, Finn in there as well? You know, Finn Russell. He's he's, he's not a bad shout, but I d- I don't know. Whenever I watch, I mean, he I don't know what he does off the pitch, but whenever you watch him playing for Scotland, he does. He's very calm, collected, and he plays very well. Yeah, I mean, obviously he had that. Yeah, he had that issue with Gregor. Yeah, but I mean, he's come back. He's mm. he's come back and he's playing superbly. He's got the defensive side of his game really shining through now. Um, so, I mean, I put him in there. You put him in there. Any what? You got one more? Can you think of one more? Just don't say Izzy Falau. <laughs> yeah, what what are you defining as a maverick? You you what, 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 just what, what, such an out of the box player. Someone who's really really good, but his talents never really been fully f- fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I'm 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 thinking very hard, but you know, several glasses of wine deep. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, it's a Sunday, mate. Yeah, it is. A, it is a Sunday. I'm, I'm getting prepared to watch the uh, the match this afternoon. Yeah, we're very excited about that. I think I, you know what I think it'd be. I think it'd be a good match. I think it'd be cracking. Okay, so, I'll, I'll go for my cricket ones. Yeah, you got you go for yours. Let me have a, let me have a little bit of thinking time. I'm gonna go. Uh, the first one I'd love to chuck in there is Alex Hales. I know he loves a drug or two, but he is unreal with how far he can hit the ball. And he, he's just loose. Like, he comes across as very serious. I think he's an absolute maverick. I think he fits the, fits the job pretty well. Hits the ball a long way. Recently, I'm going to find what his scores are because there's calls for him to be back in the England team for the 2020, um, 2021 World Cup. Um, Alex Howes is one of them for me. Uh, the second one, I would like to put in there is KP Kevin Peterson. Yeah, just enough. just seems like fun. Upset a lot of people, but fun, fun to be around, fun to have in your team. Um, so he's going to be number two. Number three. Um, who else can I think of? Another rogue cricket. Ben Stokes. <laughs> yeah, we'll go Ben Stokes. He 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 can turn the game on its head. When you need yeah. a wicket, you go to Ben Stokes. When you need someone to get a few runs, you go to Ben Stokes. When you need a wonder catch, you go to Ben Stokes. Yeah, he is just all, he just always seems to be around yeah. when you need him. He's a big game player. Yeah. He's a big game player. Definitely. Yeah. I'll actually chuck Rory Case in there myself. Just Rory, like... oh, God. <laughs> Rory Case in there. Okay, Rory Case is your number oh, three. God. Number three, number I've, three. I've got one more. I've actually... I've I've had a think and I've got one more. If you're willing, yeah, yeah. will it accept? You know what? I'd I I I'd argue uh, Lewis Moody. Would you? Because although he was he he was he played for England, so it's not like he wasn't recognised. He definitely was recognised, but he took the the uh, description of a flanker, like what your jobs are, and he took it to the extreme. He threw his body on the line every single time. And it almost, it was almost like he took everything that everyone else did, but to the edge. And the t- amount of injuries that he's had, incredible, just because he's putting his face in front of people kicking balls. You can, you can see someone like Tom Curry becoming that kind of character, can't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Just throw, just he, Tom Curry and Sam Underhill. I can just see them. They play for the sort of person. Yeah, they love it. They yeah, just they, love they, men. 
They, <laughs> they love putting in those big hits. They love trying to jack all the ball. They just it's one of those things where you, I just think, especially like Lewis Moody. I, I've I've actually met him. So Whoa, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, on, I tweeted him and he tweeted me back. So oh, oh I'll tell you another rugby player. Don't need to brag. Who are you? Manu Tuolangi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Because he, he takes the battering ram uh, centre into another level. Yeah, yeah. there's not many people no. that can do it. Ollie no. Lawrence is just a B-tech. He's, like, he's like you, but black and a bit quicker. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm speedy. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, I would not... I'm not going to say he's a maverick, but who I think is a very un, a very forgotten rugby player that mm. should be, is Tom Croft as a flanker. Yeah, yeah, I keep, yeah, I keep seeing him come up on England like past like yeah. 2013, 2014. He's some of his tries are actually he's ridiculous. He's gas. Yeah, he's gas. Um, okay, so let's hear the football ones. Um, obviously, you could look back in history, and you've got a lot. Like you've got, you've got Paul Gascoigne, you've yeah. got George Beck, you've got Maradona. Um, if I'm looking currently, Neymar is definitely one. Yeah. Uh, this is the sixth season in a row where he's been injured around his sister's birthday. Um, so he pops back to Brazil for his sister's birthday, but it just seems it's very coincidental. Um, uh, maybe Diego Costa in his prime. Yeah. Shall I tell you who I was thinking? Carlos Evers. Interesting. <laughs> Don't know why, just popped in. Yeah, well, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite say Carlos Severs because he was, he was quite good all the way through, and he never really had like any, any big issues. He wasn't a fight. I was, I was you could say Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I, was, I was literally thinking Jamie of that as well. No loves for Sesh. Yeah, oh, he does love the Sesh. There's no party without Vardy. No, um, and his wife loves a little bit of nibble with Colin yeah. Rooney. They love a little, little Yeah, floor. I know. I mean, yeah, I think Vardy would definitely go in there, but he's just he's a just a performer, isn't he? He's, yeah. um, he's an entertainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah, Vardy's definitely up there. Maybe a Del- Deli Alley or something yeah. like that. He pisses me right off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> like, so what what is our ten? So um, Kyrios Hales, Kevin Peterson, Ben Stokes, no, Lewis Danny. No, Finn Russell. Yeah. Finn Russell, Danny Cipriani, Tuolangi. Manu Tuolangi, Neymar, Diego Costa, and Jamie Vardy. Vardy. Brilliant. And an honourable mention oh, yeah. to uh, Roy he's, Jones. He, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> the quick-fire quick quiz, quiz. with uh, Sam Holloway. Okay, so... Got a... oh, still You've got Swanee to beat. Swanny got eight. Swanny got eight. With out a lot of help. With though. a lot of mezzotin. Right, so we're just we're not we're not okay. we're not mezzotting today. Okay. No mezzotin. I think he'll be good. Okay. Yeah, I am. Um, so, are prepared. you ready? Start off with rugby one. Start. Question one is rugby related, yeah. so at least we should be okay. Right. Here we go. Who captained England at the two thousand and three Rugby World Cup? Yeah. Oh 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 fuck. No. Uh, is it? I want to say Martin Johnson. Very good. One point in the bag. Which team did Manchester United play against this week? Which one? What? Milan. That's all I know. (laughs) AC or Inter? Nice. Point in the bag. Uh, Name a British boxer. 
No, 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 no. I'm not first. I'm not first. But see, it just kind of goes to show that Anti Joshua is more renowned than Tyson Fury. He's a man of the people. Um, number four. What is the longest uh, format ten. of cricket called? Oh, bang it. Number five. What's the term used for an unretained ace. serve in tennis? Oh, oh, your ace. Name a British. <laughs> name a British gold medal winner. Oh, name a British gold medal winner from London, oh, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Who is the top uh, of the Premier Manchester. League at the moment? Yes. Oh. Very good. Which country has won the most football oh. World Cups? How many? How, how long am I allowed? Uh, you can have a few seconds. It's between. It's definitely between Germany and Brazil. If I'm honest, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Brazil because uh, I, there's they've got Neymar. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby. Well, you got it. They haven't won with Neymar yet. They haven't won it since the last time. And question nine. Sam Summons Exeter. plays for which Premiership rugby team? Yeah, the, he does. Yeah, of the boys, between the Williams sisters, who has more Grand Slams titles, oh, Venus or Serena? Guess Serena. She's <laughs> <laughs> just gone and got 10 hours. She's gone and got <laughs> what that was very impressive. That was very good. Oh, that was very good. Well done, Samuel. Impressive stuff. I know. Yeah, I finish your wine for that. You're a champion. Oh well, Sam. Thank you ever so much you know for joining us. Yeah, yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, we really appreciate it. Lovely. All right, job. Sam. Thank you. thank you so much. So one last thing before we uh, finish up, um, we've got a spe- our first actual proper proper, special, spe- proper sportsman special guest um, coming on next week. Uh, if you want to look him up, his name's Michael Cook. His dad's pretty famous as well. Yeah, um, David. David, put it in the corner, Michael. Michael. <laughs> um, He's a very talented sportsman. He is what would we say semi-pro at the minute. Yeah, he's close to it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, he's he's played for Ireland Sevens for his age group. Yeah, um, Ireland Fifteens. Ireland Fifteens as well. Currently part of the Ealing Trail Finders Academy, um, and we've both been graced with his presence yeah, on the rugby pitch. A fair definitely a Finn Russell type of player. Definitely a Finn Russell. He will chuck that ball twenty five meters across the pitch. Or he will yeah. put the kick in the corner, or he will kick it into the trees. Anything like that. Um, but it's for another day. It's for another which day. Which we actually have dated in the diary. We've got it in the diary. Um, so that's next week. We've got him on Friday. So that will be coming out on Monday, the, Monday. the whatever. 20th, Monday the twenty second. Twenty second. So that's uh, one for you to look forward to. Uh, but yeah, we'd like to thank Sam for coming on this week. It's always nice to have a guest. Um, if you're keen to come on, let us know as always. Um, we're more than happy to. We do have a severe um, selection process. Wow. So you've got to hit the criteria. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I can I can assure you that next week will be actually quite interesting to hear from someone who is competing at a very high level. Yeah, um, fish and a rice cake diet. Yeah, fish and a rice cake. <laughs> okay, thank you very much for listening, guys, and we will speak to you again next week. Cheers. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.